You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. A physician who is a defendant in a lawsuit is often faced with the decision, do I settle a lawsuit or go to trial? A great defense lawyer can provide the support to help a physician make this critical decision. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am your host, Dr. Bruce Bloom, healthcare provider and attorney, and with me today is Donna Sokol, JD, medical malpractice defense attorney with her law firm Hughes, Sokol, Piers, Resnick, and Dim. Mrs. Sokol has defended numerous multi-million dollar lawsuits involving brain damaged and impaired infants, as well as serious injuries and deaths involving adults and children. Donna has defended physicians in most medical specialties and has also arbitrated matters before the Departments of Professional Regulation on behalf of physicians. We are discussing how a physician could decide whether to settle a medical malpractice lawsuit or go to trial. Donna, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you, Bruce. It's a pleasure to be here. What does it mean to settle? Well, in the context of a lawsuit, what it means to settle is to dispose of the lawsuit before actually going to trial, and that could be very early on in the lawsuit, or it could be during the trial itself. And when you say dispose of a lawsuit, tell us what that means. It means that some payment is going to be made on the physician's behalf in order to get the lawsuit dismissed. Is a settlement an admission of guilt? No, it's not an admission of guilt at all. If I'm a physician, though, Don't I feel like I'm sort of admitting I've done something wrong if a case gets settled? Most physicians feel that when they settle, it is an admission of guilt, but it's not. And when the settlement documents are drafted, it specifically says that settling is not an admission of guilt. So who decides if I should settle my case or not? The physician has input into that decision, obviously. Some insurance companies, in fact, require the physician to consent to settlement. And if the physician decides they don't want to settle, the case is not settled. Ultimately, there are different factors that go into whether or not a case will be settled, and it involves uh, either a hospital retaining consultants to review a case and decide, you know, what the chances of prevailing or winning are, or a panel at an insurance company of experienced physicians who decide, is this case defensible or not? But the physician always has input into the decision. So one of the first things that helps me decide whether I should settle a case is the opinions of other physicians that are hired either by my hospital or my malpractice carrier to look at the records and other facts and help me decide whether this is defensible or not. That's correct. What other kinds of things from your uh, experience are important in deciding whether a case should be settled or not? Documentation plays a role in that as well, because if there is a poorly documented chart and the physician cannot recreate exactly what transpired involving that patient's care, then there are going to be unanswered questions, and that's not going to play well for the physician. Another factor may be if there are two physicians or nurses and physicians battling in the chart, editorializing or criticizing each other, which should never happen. Uh, The chart is not a place where you vent or express frustrations. But unfortunately, there are situations where there are healthcare providers criticizing each other, and that does not bode well in front of a jury. So what I hear you saying is there may be times where a physician hasn't done anything wrong, but a 
hospital or a malpractice carrier would recommend settlement because the record doesn't show that the physician did something right. That's exactly right, unfortunately. What happens when there's lots of different defendants in a malpractice suit? Does that affect how settlements are decided upon? Well, generally there are more than one defendant in a lawsuit, and they have different areas of exposure. Some defendants may feel that they have minimal involvement in the lawsuit, and they're going to try the case, period, end of discussion, while others may feel a lot more vulnerable and decide to settle. So it's an independent thought process and an independent decision. So what if my malpractice carrier or my hospital wants to settle and I don't, or vice versa? What happens then? Well, if the hospital wants to settle or the insurance company wants to settle and the physician, and you don't, the physician doesn't want to, if it's a consent policy requiring the physician to consent, the physician can go to trial. On the other hand, if the physician wants to settle and the hospital doesn't, they should have a dialogue with the hospital explaining that they want to settle the case. And oftentimes, a physician may hire and retain an independent lawyer to write a letter demanding that settlement occur within policy limits, and that might have some impact on the hospital or the insurance company. They may have repercussions in terms of bad faith, acting in bad faith. You are listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. I am attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, and I am speaking with malpractice defense attorney Donna Sokol, discussing how physicians decide whether to settle or go to trial in a medical malpractice lawsuit. So I heard you use the word consent policy. Are there different kinds of malpractice policies that would or wouldn't give a, a physician the right to decide whether to settle? That's true. Some insurance companies want the physician involved and they want them to ultimately decide if they want to go to trial or not. And other insurance companies and hospitals prefer to make the ultimate judgment themselves. What if a physician decides they want to settle but the patient doesn't want to settle? You can't force a patient to settle. It's a patient's choice. If a patient wants to go to trial and the plaintiff's lawyer decides that they're not going to accept any settlement. There's nothing, unfortunately, a physician can do. I heard the term settling on the courthouse steps. What does that mean, and when does it usually occur? Well, hopefully there aren't settlements um, on the courthouse steps. As a defense lawyer, that's something I like to avoid, because why drag a case on for years if it's eventually going to get settled? However, what it means is that the case has gone through the entire course of discovery. It's now at trial, on trial, and for whatever reason, the case gets settled either at the time of the picking of the jury or sometime during the course of the trial. And it usually is not advantageous for the defendant, for the insurance company, for the hospital, because you would like to make that decision earlier rather than during the course of the trial. Sometimes it can't be avoided. So you're saying it's kind of like going to buy a car. As soon as uh, my old car breaks down, I have a little less leverage when I go into the new car dealer. So if I'm settling on the courthouse steps right before the trial starts, I've got a lot less leverage in, in what the settlement looks like? Well, it's not a, really about leverage. It's just about trying to 
avoid going through all the anguish and discovery process if you know that ultimately you're going to settle the case. Hopefully that decision could be made earlier rather than later. Do you encounter physicians who seem like they're ready to go to trial all the way through and then they get to trial and it's time for them to go on the witness stand in front of the jury and they get cold feet? Oh, occasionally that happens. Hopefully it doesn't. And the physician gets cold feet because they're not familiar with the courthouse and the process and the jury. But the idea of having a good defense attorney is to make that physician be familiar with these surroundings beforehand so that they do have a certain comfort level, although courtrooms are not, you know, places that physicians typically like to be. Do malpractice cases sometimes settle after the trial starts? They can, absolutely. And what would be the kind of thing that would cause an insurance company, a defense attorney, or a hospital to recommend that to a physician? That would occur if someone is a horrible witness, and it may not even be the defendant physician. The horrible witness can turn out to be an expert that gives unexpected testimony or a treating physician that comes across badly and is critical of the care. Something unexpected occurs, and that might cause uh, a change in feelings and a settlement. So I'm a physician, and I decide that uh, I'd rather pay the patient personally than have the hospital or my malpractice carrier pay them to settle a case. Is that something I can do? Absolutely. That's something a physician can do. And if a physician does that, it's not reportable to the databank. So tell me a little bit about this databank, because I'm kind of scared about having my name in there next to a settlement or a trial verdict. What's that database all about? It is just a reporting requirement. And if there's a settlement or any payment made on behalf of a physician, the physician's name goes into the databank. A lot of physicians are scared of it. They don't like it, but it's not really as significant as most physicians think. So if I'm a physician and we make a settlement, can I write a note that gets included in that databank so anybody that would see my name there can get what I think the facts are surrounding that settlement? There is a factual form that describes the case, the settlement, and it is usually filled out by the insurance company with the physician's input again. So you mentioned earlier about bad faith. Can we talk a little bit about uh, what that means to a physician? An insurance company could be held to be in bad faith if a physician wants to settle the case and a demand is made by the plaintiff's attorney for policy limits and the insurance company decides they want to try the case. If the physician feels for any reason they don't want to go to trial, they don't want to put their case on before a jury, they feel uncomfortable, they'd rather have the case settled, then it is in that physician's best interest to go out and hire a personal attorney who will put pressure on the insurance carrier to settle the case. So what does bad faith really mean? What Give us a sort of a legal definition of that we could understand. What it means is that the insurance company is not acting in good faith on behalf of their insured. They are refusing to protect the interests of their insured and exposing the insured physician's personal assets 
when that not, need not be the case because the plaintiff and the plaintiff's lawyer are willing to accept the policy limits. So you're saying that if my policy is a $5 million policy and the plaintiff and his or her attorney are willing to accept that much money and we go to trial and end up losing a case for $30 million, that would expose me to $25 million of excess payment out of my own pocket. And if we had a chance to settle there, the insurance company might be liable for the difference? That's right. That's right. A physician is well-trained to support a patient in making a medical decision. A good attorney can help a physician make the decision to settle a malpractice case or go to trial. I want to thank attorney Donna Sokol, who has been our guest discussing how a physician and attorney can work together to make that decision. I am attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom. You have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.